guys, welcome to a short and sweet episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and today we're going to be discussing episode 7 of this season of The Bachelorette. We're going to be talking about our theories about Brian. We're going to be talking about who exactly Adam and Matt are. We're going to be talking about why we still love Dean, no matter how dysfunctional his family may be, and how, just like a fine wine, Peter just gets hotter and hotter as time goes on. It's just me today. I couldn't find a co-host, but stay tuned. It could still be a good episode. Alright guys, one more thing before the show begins. I just recorded the episode, I tried to edit together the whole podcast, and you will hear me talk in this episode a couple times about how I didn't have a theme song for today's episode, so I tried to get Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional as the theme song, but I was able to download it and everything, but when I like tried to edit it together, it was like way too loud, it totally overpowered the whole like show and intro and everything, so I just decided to skip it. But if you're like listening to the podcast and you're super confused why I keep mentioning the song Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional, the reason is it's because it was supposed to be in the episode, but the editing like just didn't work out. Um, so yeah, don't be confused as you listen, or try not to be more confused than you already are when you listen to my podcast. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So enjoy the show. Sorry about this extra intro. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so first things first, you're probably wondering why I chose that random dashboard song as the intro today instead of, like, our normal, like, I don't know what you kind of call it, but, like, normal, like, little jazzy number that I bought online. Um, There are two reasons for that. One of the reasons I'll get into later, but spoiler alert, it has to do about my theory about Brian. And (laughs) second, it's because my husband Alex is on a work trip in California, in Northern California, and he's going to be there for a month, and he had to take our laptop with him, and so I don't have, like, that audio saved, and I didn't feel like buying it again. So, I did some research, and it turns out that I could use 30-second clips of copyrighted songs and not, like, have a copyright claim on the podcast, and none of us want that. So, Just a quick little 30 seconds of Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional, and it, you know, it's relevant. It's a relevant song based on my theory about Brian and how I feel vindicated because I'm totally correct. Um, But yeah, so that's why that's there. Alex is out of town. He has the laptop. He has the audio song that I normally use, and... Also, because Alex is out of town and has a laptop, I am recording this at my mom's house. My parents live in Las Vegas, so my mom has Piper. She's, like, driving her around somewhere. They're, like, running errands. I should probably know where they are, but I trust my mom, so it's fine. Um, and so that kind of hopefully explains why the sound quality today will be a little bit um, less than the amazing sound quality I offer to you every week. Just kidding. The quality is never really, like, that great. But I'm working on it. Last week I tried to do this thing where I, like, split the audio because I thought it would make it more clear. And that's when I had Emma Darner on the podcast. So I decided to, like, split the audio because I thought that it would be right. I thought that it would make it sound good. But then it just kind of sounded worse, which is such a bummer because that was such a good episode with Emma. So if you listen to that podcast with headphones, it sounded really good to you. But if you, like, try to listen to it out of your phone, like, Emma's, like, way louder than I am, and I don't know. At least it's Emma that's, like, louder because she's, like, more pleasant to listen to. Anyway, 
Um, there's just a couple more things I want to go over. You might have noticed that the name of the show has changed. And you might not have noticed because it's the name that it always was supposed to be. So when I was developing this podcast, I wanted it to be called the I Just Want to Chat podcast because really I just wanted to chat about Bachelor and I just wanted to chat about like anything else I wanted to chat about. And I was turning to Snapchat like every week to like or like Instagram stories to just talk. And I was just like bored and lonely at home with Piper and I just wanted to chat. So I like thus came the I Just Want to Chat podcast. And so when I like designed the logo, I made it the I Just Want to Chat podcast. But when I was creating the podcast, I thought that it sounded more professional for it to be the I Just Want to Chat. Um, I don't know. Long story short, I was going to change it back to the I Just Want to Chat podcast. And I like I forgot and I noticed that I Just Want to Chat was the name of it but I just want to chat was on the logo or vice versa anyway am I making sense moral of the story it's not called the I just want to chat podcast anymore it's the I just want to chat so when you tell all your friends to go look up the podcast on iTunes or Google Play tell them to look up the I just want to chat podcast got it yeah I'm confused too sorry for talking about that so much but that does lead us to um, one more little piece of something I wanted to go over. If you enjoy this podcast at all, or if you're just like my friend and you listen to be nice, because I know that there are definitely a lot of you out there that do that, um, please give me a rating and a review on iTunes. I mean, only if like you're going to be kind and like only if you have like nice things to say. Um, unless it's like something like construct. You can say whatever you want. It's America. Enjoy your free speech while it lasts. Just kidding. Free speech will always be here. Anyway, not to get political. <laughs> I am a mess right now. Anyway, just rate and review this podcast if you can, please. Because if you do, it, every time there's a rating or a review, a review, anytime someone searches a podcast about TV or about The Bachelor or something, my podcast will go up the chart a little bit so they can discover that. They could listen to me talk just like how you guys listen to me talk. It's good for the podcast. It's good for me. It's good for you guys because I don't know if it, like the podcast becomes a little bit more popular. Maybe I could get like consistent guests on here. Which brings us to the last piece of housekeeping. Then we'll get into the, the recap. If you, I thought that I was going to have a, a guest on this episode. But if you would like to be on an episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast, I would love to have you. Please please send me a tweet or please send me a DM on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm at Mary Person on Twitter and at Mary Pearson Arndt, A-R-N-D-T, on Instagram. And send me a DM. And then I would love to have you on. I could totally Skype you in. Or on like the zero, like the point zero zero one percent chance that you live in Las Vegas, Nevada, you can like, we can get together and you could record the podcast with me so that's really all i have to say great review if you'd like to be on the podcast i'd love to have you and the podcast is called the i just want to chat podcast now no longer i just want to chat so yeah anyway back to the bachelor so this episode was a textbook definition of a filler episode 100 percent. so this recap is probably going to be like pretty short and sweet because like what 
can be said that hasn't already been said, you know? Except for, like, a couple different topics, but... Like, there were no new, like, real revelations this episode. I honestly think that I could talk about the preview for next week's episode for longer than I can talk about last night's episode, but whatever. Um, But let's just jump right in. So we open up in Geneva, and a quick antidote about me is I'm an idiot, and I always thought that Geneva and Genovia from the Princess Princess Diaries was the same place. So, oops. Um, I After a little bit of light Googling, I found out that, and when I say light Googling, all I needed to Google was, is the place in Princess Diaries real? And it said, no, you're an idiot. It's clearly not real. Um, anyway, I thought that they were the same place, and I found out that they weren't. So, I don't know where Mia Thermopolis resides currently, but not in switzerland anyway so we open up and they are in switzerland and it was kind of a quick and sudden thing the format of the show has gotten so crazy with all like the cliffhangers and like the lack of chris harrison which we'll get to in a minute like it's gotten so weird where no matter what even if there isn't a cliffhanger i feel like we open up the show and i'm like where am i what's happening i don't understand because it's just like it's just not clear anymore what's happening. But yeah, so we just, we're in Switzerland, and Rachel, Rachel comes in and does Chris Harrison's job, and that brings me to my next question. Where's Chris Harrison? Do you think he even bothered to go to Geneva? Like, he wasn't needed. Like, we didn't see him the whole entire episode. So I, he probably didn't go, unless he just wanted, like, the free vacation. But he's Chris Harrison, and he doesn't need a free vacation, you know? And, like, Chris Harrison's salary doesn't change, like, per episode, right? Like, surely he's not, a, like, paid per episode. He's got to be, like, on, like, a yearly contract, right? I really hope not. But, anyway, I, by the way, I ran a Twitter poll on my Twitter, because where else would I run it, um, about who works harder, and the question was, who works harder? Is it Steve Harvey or Chris Harrison? And surprisingly, Chris Harrison, like, edged out Steve Harvey, like, just by a little bit. I think it was, like, 52% to, like, 48%. Um, And I disagree with that. I think that Steve Harvey definitely works a lot harder than Chris Harrison. Because Steve Harvey just has, like, so many more shows. And I think that anybody with a daily show, like Steve Harvey has, or I don't know how often the Steve Harvey show records, but I'm sure, like, it airs daily. It is a... Like, just his reoccurring tasks, you know? Like, I think that he's definitely busier. Because, like, Chris Harrison's main gig is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And we, like, barely saw him last season, and we definitely barely saw him this season. So, I don't know. I I disagree with 52% of my Twitter followers. That's all I gotta say. But the other 48% of people that think that Steve Harvey works harder than Chris Harrison, I agree with you. Anyway, we're in Geneva. Rachel tells the the guys about the new date format for this week and this is something that i think that they haven't done or maybe they have but just not in recent years so they ditch the rose ceremony and they have three group dates or they have three solo dates and one group date and rachel says that there's not going to be a rose ceremony but she'll have three one-on-one dates where there will each be a rose up for grabs And then there will be a group date with three people, and then there will be one rose up for grabs, and then two people will go home on that date. So, we have, left remaining, we have Brian, Peter, Dean, Eric, Matt, and Adam. 
and Matt and Adam haven't had any one-on-one dates yet. Eric just had a one-on-one last week, and then, like, the week before that, Brian did. And then Dean and Peter haven't had one-on-one dates, like, for forever. But, so, naturally, Adam and Matt and, like, the viewing audience would think that they would get one-on-one dates, but nope. Rachel chose Brian, and to us, it seems like they just went on a one-on-one date because it was aired, like, super recently, but it really has been, like, two weeks for them, so whatever, and she's clearly, like, in love with Brian, so Adam and Matt, like, they don't even have a chance, but here's the deal. Production messed up, and we'll get, we'll touch on this a little bit more later, but we didn't even get to know these guys. And I know that's, like, not new information to any of you because you're probably watching just like how I was where last night you're like, um, who the heck are these guys? But production really messed up because they spent so much time on, like, Waboom drama earlier on in the season and they spent so much time on, like, Lee's racist butt and, like, all the Kenny drama and stuff where we didn't even, like, see any of, like, Rachel's relationship with these guys normally we would see like a conversation or two at least but we didn't see anything so later on when Matt and especially Adam are talking about these like strong connections that they have with Rachel all of us are left like oh my goodness these guys are totally crazy like they're making themselves look so bad but in real life they probably did have really good conversations because they're in the top six for a reason Rachel did eliminate some guys that she had like stronger connections with before them so like Clearly, clearly, like, there was a strong connection between Adam and Rachel and Matt and Rachel, and we just didn't really get to see it because we spent too much time listening to bullcrap about Lee and Kenny and, I don't know, and Waboom and all that garbage. So, anyway, it's time for Brian's date, and, like, what is there even left to say, you know? Like, he is going to win. Here's where my theme song, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional, comes in. I feel vindicated because my theory is correct. It's so clearly correct. This is why I chose that theme song because this episode totally confirmed my theory. I don't know what the exact outcome of the season is going to be. Like, like I mean, I would never like bet like a ton of money on it or anything saying that Brian is going to win because like, I don't look at spoilers or anything. But I feel like I 100% know based on the edit. Maybe I would bet money on it. You know what? I would bet money on it. Someone DM me. I'll bet you. Just kidding. I would never make a bet on The Bachelor because, like, Reality Steve is alive. So, like, people that, like, do, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette pools about, like, like, and they, like, bet money on, like, who's going to win. Like, you're a fool because someone can just easily rig it by, like, Mormon Google search. But that person is not me. Um, anyway, this episode totally confirmed my theory because they are giving, they are trying so hard to give Brian such a good edit. And do you realize how hard they have to work to make Brian look good? Like, clearly Rachel is so into him. And it seems so weird because I feel like Rachel has such a good, like, BS detector. And somehow she's just, like, not seeing what we're seeing. And they are trying to edit him to make him look so good because he's going to be the winner. And it's just, everything is so corny and so canned. And it's just, I can't with Brian. And I, like, I selfishly, like, I do want Brian to win, so there will be, like, no chance of him ever being The Bachelor. So, but, like, also I love Rachel, and I want her to, like, be with a good guy, so I'm like, please pick any of the other three guys 
but nope, she's going to be with Brian, and they're probably, unfortunately, not going to last. That's my hot take. But you know whose take is hotter? It's Dean's hot take about Brian, and everything about Dean is hotter than I am and most people because Dean is a cutie. But anyway, here's Dean's hot take about Brian. He says, he's a 37-year-old man from Miami swooning and sweet-talking women. Dean, you nailed it. This is ex exactly like what I've been talking about. And it also goes to show that my theory is correct. I cannot say that enough <laughs> because clearly these conversations are happening between the men in the house about how phony Dean, or not Dean, Dean is not phony, but how phony Brian is. And they, they're not showing us any of it. There was one deleted scene that The Bachelor tweeted out that I saw where Brian, or where Dean and Peter were talking about how they think that Brian is like a little phony and how Brian is um, just like not being sincere and it like they cut it out of the show. Th these conversations are happening. ABC isn't putting these conversations into the show because they don't want us to see. They will like do these little deleted scenes where the guys are concerned about him, but like they're not showing us Brian's the winner. And it's disappointing, but also it's a good thing for us ultimately because Brian won't be the bachelor and we won't have to watch him suck face with dirty women anymore. But yeah, thank you, Dean, for that hot take. Um, yeah, and then like another thing about Brian's date before he got the rose was he like pulled out some stuff about his mom, his ex-girlfriend, and like that's why they broke up. But I, I could not care less. I, Brian, my goodness. Anyway, so then next we have Dean's one-on-one, -on -one, and when the date card comes, again, Eric is bummed that he didn't get the one-on-one. -on -one. Peter's, like, pretty bummed because it spends so much time, but Adam and Matt are, like, super bummed, and they're like, okay, so Rachel's not going to go on a one-on-one -on -one date with, with, like, the two people that haven't gotten a one-on-one -on -one yet. And so, like, everyone is a little shocked. But, yeah, so Dean's one-on-one. -on -one. Did anybody see Dean's Twitter last night? Dean borrowed a shirt from Peter. I guess, like, Dean only brought, like, four outfits with him. Like, I don't know if he thought that he just wasn't going to last long or, like, what. But he only brought, like, four outfits with him. So Peter, like, lent him some clothes. And you could tell that the clothes were, like, a little big on Dean. But it was just so cute. And you can tell that, like, the guys. I think that the only guy that's honestly left out is Brian. Like, I haven't seen much, like, social media love for Brian, and I can tell that all the other guys are, like, bros because I follow them all on Instagram, and Instagram does that awesome thing now where they let, where they, like, show you people that comment on other people's Instagram photos that, like, you'd be interested in. Um, so, I'm, that was just a side note. I'm just happy that, like, the guys left out. It speaks, like, well of both of them because, you know, like, if if they're liked by other guys, then that means that they're, like, legitimately good dudes. Anyway, so, Dean's one-on-one. -on -one. How awkward was this date? And, like, I'm sure that this date was a little awkward in real life, but it was so heavily edited. And, like, they were just piecing together awkward parts of the conversation. And, like, the dinosaur thing and all that stuff. Just to, like, make it seem like there were going to be some questions about whether or not he'd get a one-on-one -on -one date. And I'm sure, again, it was awkward in real life, but... It's just a little weird, and this also kind of confirmed a little theory to me that I have and that, like, my graph, my Bachelor, like, group chat on Twitter has and stuff, and I've seen some talk about this online. I think that Dean used to be Mormon. Like, I 
he's alluded to this a little bit that he had like a really religious family like a really religious upbringing then his mom died and then his family kind of like fell apart everything about him to me this kind of screams mormon which is weird but like i'm not the only one i promise just his like general look and like the way that he talks and I don't know, but this date kind of, like, cemented that for me because the questions he was asking Rachel reminded me of, like, every awkward conversation I've had with a boy at, like, a youth dance or something where it's, like, what's your favorite dinosaur? What color is your toothbrush? You know? That was just, like, a little antidote, but, yeah. I think that Dean is, like, an ex-Mormon. Whatever. Cool. Um, But, yeah, so then they have their night chat, and I'm so glad that they had their night talk. And... Dean, like, confesses to Rachel that he is just nervous about Rachel meeting his family. And if I were him, I would definitely be nervous, too, because I saw the preview, like all of you guys did. And there was definitely, like, something weird happening with Dean's dad and the rest of Dean's family. But I wonder why Dean didn't just, like, bring Rachel to Venice Beach or something, like, where he's, like, from right now. Like, they could have totally just met up with his friends and stuff, and it would have been fine, but maybe for, like, dramatic impact or maybe for his chance to become The Bachelor, he needed to, like, show some more of his backstory. I don't know. But luckily, he did have, like, a really good alibi for why they're – alibi isn't the right word. Like, he had, like, a really good reason why their day portion of the date was awkward. It's because he was so nervous about bringing her home, and he had a really good explanation, so – yeah, I have, like, noticed that in this season, Rachel is really good at asking the right questions, probably because she's smart and because she's an attorney, but she's really good at asking the right questions when she has questions about these guys, and, and thus, we get really good responses back from these men. In the past, like, let's say, what's an example? Okay, like, when Ben H. was asking Olivia, like, well, why don't the girls like you? And then she, like, came out with the spiel, like, oh, because... I like to talk, talk smart things, and I just like to read a book, and they just, they don't hang out with me, they just, like, do their nails and, like, do their hair, and Ben's like, oh, okay, like, that's weird. Ben didn't have, like, the right questions to ask Olivia, and Olivia had, like, bad responses, but, like, this season, I'm seeing, like, good conversation, and it shows that on the show, like, you can have conflict, it doesn't have to be, like, perfect, like, Brian is, like, positioning himself to be, like, you don't have to always say the right things. You're allowed to have opinions of your own, and you're allowed to feel awkward in certain situations, and you're allowed to not, um, you're allowed to not, what's the word? Just, like, pretend like everything's okay when it's not okay. And so, Dean had, like, really good explanations, much like how Kenny did last episode. Um, but yeah, that was just a little tangent. Anyway, Dean gets a rose. He gets a hometown date. I'm so excited. I love him. He's definitely not gonna win. We all... I hope that this isn't a spoiler, but, like, it's already been reported that he's on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, People Magazine, like, wrote about that, so whatever. I love Dean. Wish he was going to be The Bachelor, but probably not. But I also wish, wish that Peter or Eric would be The Bachelor, so whatever. So, then it's time for the next date card to come. And Peter gets the next date card, and the other three men are devastated. And I honestly don't know who should be more devastated. If it should be Eric or the other two, or if it should be Adam and Matt. Because on one ha hand, Adam and Matt haven't had dates before, so 
Like, that's weird. That they haven't gotten a one-on-one. But Eric should also be a little, more like, upset. Because he just had, like, a really good date. And he's probably wondering, okay, so are these, like, her top three guys? And I'm just, like, a guy that she still has questions about. Because although it's, like, really apparent to us as viewers that Eric is going to get that one-on-one date or that group date rose and he's going to go home with them uh, to hometowns, like, it's probably not that apparent to Eric. And Eric is a sensitive little guy. He has a sweet, sensitive soul. And he needs constant validation, which is okay. But yeah, so Adam, at this point, is getting more and more annoying to me. While Matt is, like, making me more sad that we didn't get to see more of him, Adam is, like, making me excited that we don't have to see more of him because he's just getting too cocky for someone that has no shame. Anyway, the group date card comes. Peter gets a date. Peter goes off on his date. And there's not much to talk about Peter's date except for he's so attractive, guys. He's, like, so hot. I can't wait for him to be The Bachelor. It's going to be so good. Again, like, that's not confirmed, but, like, it's basically confirmed. Unless they're going to do, like, a wild card on us. Um, I could honestly see them making Eric The Bachelor. Um, I'll get into that in a minute, but I could see that happening. The only thing I have to share about Peter's date is I saw a really funny tweet that said, much like Obama in, uh, in his presidency, you can that Peter's hair is getting more and more gray as the show goes on. <laughs> it's so funny to me because like it is true or maybe I'm just noticing more or like it was the snow but like his salt and pepper is really like prominent now. Um, anyway, Peter gets the rose. The And I did notice that I have a new theory that Peter is getting the edit that he's a little bit more hesitant and this is my theory. New theory alert, new theory alert. Peter is distant and brian is not distant and that is going to be peter's demise so when it's the final two time and it's going to be peter and brian and they're going to be wondering like who like when rachel's going to be weighing her two options it will come back to this moment and it will be like peter has had questions brian has never had questions so she's going to pick brian um okay Brian, or Peter gets a date, whatever. Alright, three on one time. Adam's getting cocky, and I'm hating him. I know it's just the edit, and I feel bad because I'm sure he's a great guy. And, again, this is where production really effed up and didn't show us his relationship with Rachel and didn't show us Matt's relationship with Rachel. It really looked like Matt and Rachel were really, really good friends and really, really close. Like, when she was saying goodbye to him, she got legitimately emotional. More so than she did with Adam. But you can tell that there was a good connection between them. And like Rachel said, if the circumstances were different, they totally could date. But the circumstances are not different, and they will not date because she's going to really screw up and she's going to pick Brian. But, um, yeah, Matt's really sweet. I wish that we got to see more of him. I, I'm sure that he'll be in paradise, and I'm sure that Adam will be in paradise too. I actually think that I saw a picture of Adam and Raven um, in paradise together. Uh, I think, like, someone retweeted it or put it on Twitter or something. So, we'll we'll see more of him, but yeah. And then we see Adam and, or not Adam, what's his name? Eric. Eric and Rachel talking, and at their, like, one-on-one portion of the date. And Eric is really getting, like, really real with Rachel. 
and I think that they're kind of poising him as a possible bachelor. I think we could all confidently say that if my theory is correct, which it is, um, that Peter will be the bachelor, but I could see them making Eric. I don't think anybody would be mad if Eric was the bachelor. Like, Eric is a good guy. It looks like in that preview that he's going to say that I love you, and I'm going to believe him when he says that he loves Rachel. So, I don't know. Whatever. Bye, Matt. Bye, Adam. Please keep Eric. I'd be fine with him being the bachelor. And that was the end of the episode. So, my prediction is that Eric is going to have a really good one-on-one date. Here's the thing. If I didn't watch a preview for next week, I would say that it would be Eric going home and it would be Dean, Peter, and Brian in the final three, right? But they kind of edited it to look, well, like, not edited. They showed us them going abroad again, like going to Spain after hometowns, but the only person that wasn't in Spain was Peter, which is a little suspicious. It might be possible that Peter goes home next week, but I just, I don't think so. I think, I think that Dean is going to go home next week, and I think that, like, if I wasn't thrown off by the preview, I would say that Peter, mm, I don't know, and I already, I just contradicted myself. Now that I think about it, I think that Eric will make it to the final three. I don't think Dean will. And I think that Peter and Brian will be final three. But there's a chance that Peter won't be there. I don't know. I'm just talking on my butt at this point. I, I don't know. The preview for next week looks crazy, right? With Dean's dad. I did a little bit of Googling, um, and I found an article about Dean's dad, and he just, it's going to be crazy, guys. It's, it's going to be really dramatic. Um, anyways, that's all I have to chat about this week on the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I want to thank you all so much for listening. I want to invite you guys to tweet me your thoughts at, at Mary's Person, or I want to invite you to DM me on Instagram at, at, Mary, at Mary Pearson, A-R-N-D-T. Um, on Instagram. So that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and review and do all that you want to do. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Have a good week. Bye.